Hey y'all, and welcome to this week's episode of Let's Chat with Curry Terrell, the podcast. This week we're going to talk about James Franco, the Critics' Choice Awards, Phantom Thread, and Tanya Harding. With me as always is my wonderful co-host, Adrian Gomez. What about Aziz? You know he responded tonight. I read, well, James Franco, okay, we'll get into it. How's your week, man? It was good. I was How was Santa, Santa Barbara? Barbara? It was great. Yeah? Uh-oh, this relaxing. makes me nervous. Let's go up here. Okay. Um, relaxing. Okay. I got sick at the end because I had ice cream, of course. Yeah. What kind of ice cream? Mm, salted caramel. And you took your lactate pill? Yeah, I just don't think I took enough. Because it was like, it was butter, basically. It was like, you know how we always <laughs> get too much at salt and straw? Oh, yeah. It was basically that. But in the, like a one scoop instead of two. But it was great. The last time I got two scoops of salt and straw, halfway through the second scoop, I was like, my body went numb. Because oh, yeah. it was just so much ice cream. Totally. I remember one time, I, we, I, it was me and my mom, Derek and Patrick. Uh-huh. And I, we had Korean barbecue before. Oh. And we had it after. <laughs> and literally two bites in, I said, we need to leave. <laughs> I mean, you were tempting fate a little bit. Literally, exactly. So I went, I won't get into it, never mind. Yeah. What else did you do? <laughs> mm, so we... The train was originally canceled. Did I tell you that? Uh, yes. On Thursday because of all the terrible things that were happening in Montecito. Right. You saw Oprah with her feet going yeah. into the mud. Literally. So they called Wednesday and said, your Thursday night train is canceled. So I switched it to Friday morning. But then Thursday, I called again just to see what was going on. And they said, oh, you can get back on the train today. It's fine. So Chris and I met um, in Van Nuys, took the train. As you go through Montecito, they have like all these floodlights. It's like an active rescue zone, right? And you literally, it's like literally waist deep of mud, literally. And we had it was ten miles an hour. So from the Montecito stop to Santa Barbara is usually ten minutes. It took us forty five minutes because you can only go ten miles an hour. And you saw all these cars slipped over. It was nuts. Oh my god! Um, but other than that, we just like walked around, explored, and ate good food. There you go. It was like a perfect two day trip. Yeah, it felt like you were gone forever. Mm-hmm. What did you do? What do I ever do? I worked, I worked, I worked. I went to the movies a lot. I saw I, Tanya and Lady Bird again. Oh, I saw I, Tanya again, too. Because of Alana. She hadn't seen any of them Right, because of my friend. And they were both still fantastic. Still the biggest question. Like, I know there's other more important categories and, like, questions, but Lori Metcalf and Allison Janney yeah. still is, like, the closest in my head. Totally. Lori Metcalf, the fact that she's not going to win really, like, hurts my feelings But she, I think something else will come of it. Yeah. Also, a lot of what I've been discovering, and we don't have to talk about this because this is so, like, me being too crazy in my mind, is that a lot of times, if they would just submit people in a different category, I think they would 100%. Oh, I saw All the Money in the World. We could talk about that, too. Perfect. Um, That's another example. Okay, so the first thing we're going to talk about is James Franco. The reason we're going to talk about James Franco and Aziz is because more of a way it was handled standpoint than... Uh, obviously, there's nothing really for us to say that they, people are being accusing them of sexual harassment. Yeah. Like, we could get into it, but that ain't what this podcast is. We're not Lena Dunham. So, um, anyway, what I found the most striking about James Franco is that, first of all, he already got accused of this five years ago, six years ago, and then it became like a late-night joke yeah. that he, like... You know, was trying to hook up with that seventeen-year-old, which isn't sexual harassment, but like 
inappropriate. Is inappropriate. Then that's really, and we texted about this, which I agree with. It's becoming more about just like people being kooky in bed than it is about sexual harassment. Right. Which I understand is still weird. I mean, like, all that stuff about Aziz is still bizarre. Yeah, because the line gets blurred so easily. Also, here's the greatest thing, and I also said this to you, is I don't need to know this kind of stuff. They are writing it so, like, blatantly on all these websites that we read, and I'm like... (laughs) It is very (laughs) I just don't want to... It's, like, erotic. It is. Um, But it's, you know, it just... So, anyway... Aziz is like one of those where it's like such a gray area. It's like, I don't know. And I don't want to get into it. I don't honestly don't care because I don't particularly care for him regardless. So and it didn't change my opinion. I think the per- I don't understand how these people who live under such media scrutiny yeah. aren't living in a way where they're thinking, how could this be perceived? Exactly. You know what I mean? It's like Harvey Weinstein. How did he never think that would never come out? Exactly. Or Kevin Spacey. Oh, yeah. Now you know that, I mean? he just was a dude. It's just bizarre. Like, yeah. we operate in way, we're normal human beings. Yeah. Famous in a different light. Yeah. And we are trying to do the best we can so that we're not perceived in some way. How exactly. How are these A-list people not doing the same thing? Because their head, their money, their ego, it all gets the best. I'm saying they're, like, invincible. It's just weird. But what I found the most striking about James Franco is that this all came out during the Golden Globes. It started, like, all these tweets started going yeah. out about him. We follow all these entertainment websites. Yeah. The big ones. I look on Entertainment Weekly every day. I look on Hollywood Reporter every day. And did no, you read Deadline or no? No. You see, I'm you a do. Deadline person. Yeah. yeah. And it wasn't anywhere to be found. Yeah. James Franco's deal was not anywhere to be found. The only thing anybody was really talking about, which we didn't forgot to talk about, was how he let didn't let what's his face talk. Tommy. Which was also annoying. Yeah. Very weird. Um, cause that boy, he ain't getting another chance. That was it. <laughs> Maybe at the SAG award. Um, not anymore. I don't know. I don't think he'll go. Tommy was out. No, Jamie, James Franco. Really? Maybe. Oh yeah. Um, but anyway, it was, it was, so it was happening during that, but there was nothing about it anywhere. It was on all these like B list websites like Bustle and Huffington Post, not yeah. Huffington Post's B list, but yeah. like, it's not like a major variety outlet. Exactly. Where it was Harvey Weinstein, it was going on Kevin Spacey, all that stuff. It was literally top story new york times yeah exactly yeah, very much so, so it's just weird how because of who and dustin hoffman is the other person i can say that's had a similar run yeah where it's like it's being talked about but it's not headline news the same way and it's because he is like super duper a-list famous totally that's the only explanation i can think of yeah and he'll and like you said he'll still be famous he's gonna get out of this somehow Already during the week, it hasn't really snowballed into something. He canceled one thing. He didn't go to the, the Critics' Choice Awards, which neither did a lot of people. You know, I was curious because, but now that I think about it, really the Oscars, and mm, maybe I think the Oscars are really like the only ones who bring back past winners, yeah. right? So yeah. Golden Globes, I guess, doesn't they really do really that. They did really this year, yeah, no. But I was like, Casey Affleck has been kind of MIA in all of this. Yeah. Too. So I'm wondering if at the Oscars, obviously, I mean, they usually have... The year previous, and you wonder if he'll be there. Totally, that's a good point. Or if they'll boo him. Yeah, boo. I don't know. It's because that's so public. It's so weird. Oh, I know. Obviously, it's like this dirty laundry, and we all obviously deserve to know the truth about people. But it yeah. is bizarre to think that everybody else knows what's going on. Yeah, you know what I mean, it's weird. I. It is weird. Do you think if Casey Affleck was this year, he would win? No way. It would have ended a long time ago. I think so. And also what's uh, something to note is Oscar voting is like halfway over already. Yeah, totally. So there's still a good chance he could get nominated. James Franco. Yeah. Which is just weird. 
Had this happened a month ago, he would have been out of the picture, I think. I don't know. But then you also have to think, too, that the Oscar had – the Academy had a huge push in bringing all these new people that yeah. are younger and yeah. more diverse and more women. And so yada, hopefully yada, they're yada. all being procrastinators, voting at the last minute, and he'll be out. Also, that movie wasn't very good, so I really don't want him to be on my head. I can't even believe that he would be considered. Only 127 hours when you drink his pee. Mm-mm. I liked that. I hated that movie. I know. Okay, so that's it. James Franco – you're a scumbag. Okay, next we're going to talk about the Critics' Choice Awards, which aired on Thursday. I didn't watch them. I have to be honest, I didn't know they were coming on until I was looking on the Instagram. Yeah. On the Instagram, I'm 100. And Andy Cohen, who I just started following this yeah. week because I was following something 666. I don't know. Yeah, I was fo- I was following like 666 people. Oh, sure. So I, I followed Andy Cohen. Yeah. I was like, who can I follow? And I thought, oh, I wanted to follow him. Wait, now you heard that he thought that he was going to be like going up on stage to yes. win, and they just like showed his thing on his on, yes. his, on TV. <laughs> Loved, um, but that's the reason why he went. Yeah, of course. So he was posting, "I'm going to the things," yeah. and I was like, "Oh!" And luckily, I was home, so I could DVR it. Amazing. Um, so anyway, there were. It, I think it's not really something that needs to be on air. Mm-hmm. This year, it moved from VH1 to CW, which I don't know which is worse. Didn't it used to be on TNT? Or no, that's SAG Awards. Yeah, and they still are. Or yeah. and they're on like TBS, TNT, and yeah, something else. Yeah. Also, side note, you watched enough of Riverdale, right? Like a piece of it? Literally. You know Veronica's mom, the long-haired brunette yeah, woman? Yeah. I saw her at Dylan's today. She came in. First of all, super-duper nice. Uh-huh. Like, actually really nice. And B, I, I don't like to like judge people based on appearance, but she looked 15 years younger than she looks on TV. And I thought, you need to get it together. Well, she's playing moms. So maybe they age her up. Yeah, but she looked phenomenal. I was like, dang, she looked good. And she has to be like in her 40s at least. She looked amazing. Who were the big winners? The big winner, Shape of Water won Best Picture. Is that about to win? Well, see, uh, I still think three billboards might get it, which hurts my heart, even though I did really like that movie. SAG will be the determination. SAG will be the determination, I think. If it wins that, it's winning. But what it did solidify is Frances McDormand is winning. Mm-hmm. Sam Rockwell is winning. And as much as it hurts me for Timothy, Gary Oldman is winning. Who's and Allison Janney. So those are the, the. But who's best actress? Is uh, Frances McDormand. Oh, I'm so telling not you even Margot? Margot didn't win either. She didn't win the Golden Globe. That was her, like, nail in the coffin. And she was in a comedy, so she literally had, like, mm-hmm. there's no way. <laughs> it would maybe, it would it will work out, but I don't think so. Unless, like I said, if the SAG Awards, if they win, mm-hmm. then maybe. But otherwise, if the four of them win, that's it. Like, it's done. The best picture thing is where there's, like, a little bit of interest, I think. Dang. Because it's been different movies every time. And a lot of the festival awards, Calling By Your Name has won a bunch of them. Mm-hmm. If it hasn't won any of the, like, major awards. Right. So... I'm very curious. But anyway, it shouldn't exist. Olivia Munn was the host. I was like, how did she end up here? You know, a lot of people loved when she did the announcements for the Golden Globe nominations with Niecy Nash. So maybe that's how she ended up there. Yeah. Niecy Nash is funny. Yeah. She was on there for a minute. Oh, really? Yeah. And they did a little thing where she played Nancy Kerrigan. That was kind of funny. Remember last year it was T.J. Miller. Yeah. And he's evaporated too because he was bad. When are the Film Independence Spirit Awards? They're like the week before the Oscars. Yeah. Um, 
Are you so excited to get screeners? Oh, I literally cannot wait. I'm <laughs> dying to see Marjorie Prime. Like, that's all I want to see. <laughs> and all those screenings I get to go to. Exactly. We'll have to try to go this And you will take Patrick. I'm just going to jump over the bridge. Um, so anyway, that's that. About that. The uh, Phantom Thread, I saw this week, Adrian saw while I was home for Christmas. Weeks ago. Stars Daniel Day-Lewis in his last movie. Allegedly. Allegedly. And some girl who's never been in anything. No. And it's about this designer who lives in London, and he falls. He has this like cycle of women, mm-hmm. and it's about one of his cycles of women, basically. Right. It turned into a different kind of movie than I was expecting it to be. Oh yeah. And that's I will say this, and I loved it and hated it. Mm-hmm. They showed every single scene of that movie in the trailer. Yeah, At least totally. one line yeah. from every... And I was like, this is kind of weird. Because I could, like, he- say it. <laughs> and they even used the spacing. Yeah. Um, and that was kind of bizarre. Uh, also, if you saw The Beguiled, it sort of rips off the mushroom thing they did in that movie. I haven't seen that yet. Eh. I wanted to love it. At the end... I, I can't tell you. I'll tell you another time. When you watch it, we'll talk. Okay. Um, but I, I did really like that. And Nicole, I'm going to root for her anything. Anyway... I thought it was phenomenal. It is really beautiful. I it, What is bizarre is that girl has not been nominated for anything. And she's one of the best parts of the movie. She's incredible. I love that she blushed like that on oh, the bottom of her cheek. Yeah. Because like a real person like Katie yeah. Sink used to blush. Yeah. And I was like, there was just something about her that was so real. Totally. But she was weird. Oh, yeah. But he was weird. And the story is weird. Yeah. And also, it, I don't mean to use this word because it's dirty, but it's like oddly like sexual. Yeah, totally. Like, the way they just talk, the way they yeah. interact, the way he, like, orders at the beginning. I was like, this is kind of hot in, like, a weird Fifty Shades kind of way. Except there's no sex. Like, no. they don't, you don't see anything. Not that I'm trying to see Maybe Daniel sensual yeah. is the word. It was like, I was like. There's no nudity in it. No, no, no. Like, it could be G. But, like, it <laughs> has any movie even rated G anymore? I don't think so. Oh. Um, Ferdinand probably was. <laughs> no, probably not PG for violence. Um... But yeah, it was oh, my very good. Also, I th- in a weird way, he should be winning to me. No way. I mean, I didn't see Darkest Hour yet. <sighs> I really wish he wasn't winning for that. I like Gary Oldman, but it just it, it's so typical. I think that's the problem. But if it was Meryl Streep, I'd be rooting for it. I don't know. It's a weird debate. But um, the only thing that I didn't like about Phantom Thread was that I wanted more of a storyline with the sister. I just wanted, like, one scene or two scenes where they sort of dove into that part of the world. Mm -hmm. But it was... And also the score was unreal. Oh, literally. The music was... And that's so weird. Uh, What's the guy's name? Paul Thomas Anderson? Mm -hmm. Uh, He did There Will Be Blood also. Yes. Where also the score was incredible. He is, like, literally incredible. Yeah. And he's with Maya Rudolph, which I think is the strangest thing in the entire world. What does he look like? I mean, I he's a perfectly know. attractive man, but it's just bizarre because they're two totally opposite people. He's like I mean, this yeah. cerebral director, yeah. and she's this like goofy comedy actress. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, I don't know. I really did love it. I think it's really pretty um, and super twisted and dark. Yeah. Definitely. <laughs> it was definitely weird. Um, but I, lo- I loved it. Al- I, Alyssa also saw it at the Arclight, and she told me she hated it. So maybe it could be polarizing. Who knows? I can see it being polarizing. She said she wanted more about the clothes and the hiding things in the clothes because that was in the commercial. And I said, I can get that, I guess. But that's not like a plot point. No. (laughs) Oh, he's weird. Yeah. Okay. He's kind of like a hipster looking guy. Yeah, exactly. He likes to raise his eyebrow in pictures. He goes. (laughs) Um, 
Anyway, I also saw All the Money in the World. We'll talk about it very quickly because I didn't list it at the beginning. All the Money in the World stars Mark Wahlberg, what's-her-face, Michelle Williams, and Christopher Plummer, who took over Kevin Spacey's part and filmed it in nine days. If you watch the movie... You can tell. No, only like two times. The only real giveaway was Mark Wahlberg's hair. They had oh, obviously taken like a paintbrush and painted it dark because yeah. he wasn't trying to dye it back to the color he had in yeah. that movie. And they didn't do a good job. Mm. But the thought of Christopher Plummer filming that in nine days is unreal. Just absolutely. I mean, he's in a million scenes. He has a lot of dialogue. And he fits so well into the world. It's like bizarre wow. to think that he did that in nine days. And he didn't have that weird prosthetic makeup that Kevin Spacey had. Yeah. Um, but I, I saw the trailer and honestly was never moved by the move, like to see it. You see, I was, I would recommend it. Really? It was very good. It's like a history, it's a historical sort of movie. Like it's that kind of movie, but there's enough like juice to it that I was really into it. Now the son that got kidnapped. He was good. Never got like a dime of money from his family. I read, I watched a whole video. He was like paralyzed first of all when he was like 30 years old because he overdosed on drugs. And literally could, like, never speak or walk or talk for the rest of his life. And yeah. he did not, like, have any money at all. Well, it's sad. It's yeah. very sad. Like, to see Paul, was J. Paul Getty yeah. or whatever's character, he is weird and, like, cuckoo and yeah. really crazy with his money. And it was just bizarre. Michelle Williams, she likes to do these, like high American accents that I'm not necessarily into, mm-hmm. but she was very good. It is weird to me she has not been getting nominated for anything, but they're submitting her for lead, and they should be submitting her for supporting. Mm-hmm. Perfect example. If she was in supporting, she'd be nominated for everything. Christopher Plummer really should be nominated, simply for the fact that he did it in nine days and was so good in it. And you know, they wrote that part for him, Yeah, but then they say he wasn't a big enough movie star. First of all, Mark Wahlberg's already in the movie, so that, like, slot is already filled. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I really liked it. It is a little long, though. I had to pee, like, three times, but I didn't. I just held it. I'll certainly go see it. Yeah, you should see it. Um, And Mark Wahlberg donated all of his money. A million million and a half dollars. So, you know, I'm not mad at him about making more money than she is, because that's the the, all that says is that she has poor representation, and he doesn't. (laughs) In his contract, he gets approval of a coast a co-star approval. Yeah. Meaning which is sad and really scary, but good for him. <laughs> I mean it is bizarre. It's like Johnny Depp, you know, he gets like crazy approval yeah. of everything. Like he gets to approve every single person that works on every single part of his movie, like even down to the costumer. Like he he That's can fire too much a PA. Power. Exactly. That's too much power. But Mark so he has a thing and he said basically he doesn't want to do it unless they pay him. Good for him. He has that in his contract. She doesn't. So what does that say? But the, the, the sad thing about it was that she went out on a limb and said, I will literally, because it was over the holidays, yeah. she said, I will skip my holiday. I will do whatever needs to be done. Yeah. So that we can get this movie done. Yeah. And got paid $1,000. Yeah. And he got paid $1.5 And honestly, she's in a lot more of it than he is. He was so, I don't ever want to see him in movies. Like, I want to see him in Daddy's Home too. Like, no. that's the mess I want to see uh, Mark Wahlberg in. But I loved how gracious she was in that little thing that she oh, released. Yeah. And she thanked Anthony Rapp, which I thought was very yes. interesting, too. Because all of this really came from him. Oh, yeah. I love Michelle Wynn. First of all, she was on Dawson's Creek, which I'll never think of her as anything <laughs> Oh, that's the that. show. Okay. Yeah. Um, anyway, that's that. Finally, we're going to talk about Tanya Harding. She had a 20, or like an ABC special this week. And she essentially confessed. Or she said she knew something that she's never said before. Mm-hmm. 
the documentary or the little special or whatever was like half fake because they were basically just going through the plot points of the movie. Mm -hmm. And she obviously has told these stories like a thousand times. So she's saying it verbatim how she said it in the movie. Like she's quoting, honestly, dialogue from the movie, (laughs) which was interesting because you got to hear like where it comes from. What was I the honestly the most interesting part to me was that she made it they filmed a documentary of her when she was like fifteen. Where she you know in the part in I Tanya where she has the short, ugly hair, the like yeah. buzz cut. Yeah. So that was real life. And in that they she talks about how she's abused by her mother. This girl at Yale did it as her thesis. And I was like, Is this on YouTube? Oh so that's God. a lot of the movie came straight from that documentary. Wow. Which was fascinating. I had no idea. I'd never seen anything from it. You saw her reps dropped her? Because she yes. was demanding $10,000 Yes. In so she said $10,000 if they brought up the past. Yeah. Dear Tanya, nobody wants to talk about anything but your past. Yeah. You haven't done anything else in your life. Right. The weirdest thing, too, was that she really can still skate. She was out there going, like, no joke, just like in the movie. I was like, and she's big. Sorry, no shade, but like she big. But she was out there twiddling around, jumping, hopping. No I, way. Yes, you need to watch the thing. It's only an hour and a half. But she can't coach, do any of that nonsense. No. Which is fine. Who cares? Nobody's going to go to a Tanya Harding school of skating. She's not like Fred Astaire. Like, you know what I mean? But to be honest, in the movie, again, she was the world's best skater. At one oh, absolutely. And you know they talked mean? a lot about that. I mean, it was bizarre. It's sad, though. She was, like, a mess. It's weird because, like, she doesn't... She I feel bad for her, and the movie makes you feel very bad she's for like her. She's, like, an anti-hero. Exactly. You're she rooting for her, her, but she's exactly. also She's awful. awful. And yeah. even now, she's awful. Yeah. Like, the way she's talking, she's absolutely terrible. And the mom was on there, and she's just... She's still alive? Yes, and honestly, looks great. She looked terrible with the little bird on her shoulder. Mm-hmm. That's where that's from, is that documentary. Yeah, yeah. Um, but in real life, she looks fine. She looks like a normal white old woman <laughs> like she looks fine i didn't know she was so but she alive. said she didn't drink she used brandy flavoring i was like lavagna or whatever your name Laverne, is whatever. Give it up. <laughs> like it's, it's over she also says she's never hit her even though she like they have like footage of her hitting her with a hairbrush like so obviously something ain't lining up and she said we weren't trailer trash we lived in a very nice new trailer <laughs> Oh, baby girl. <laughs> it's the same thing. Yeah, it's like, oh, God. But... I want to watch it now. Tanya Harding is just such a mess. I mean, I love her, though. And I still wonder how Nancy Kerrigan will come through this. Fine. I mean, no, she's fine. But, like, she wasn't on that, which I don't blame her because it yeah. wasn't about her. And she's not going to do anything that's going to be like, go Tanya. Right. But, like, you know she's like, I want to be in a movie that's getting nominated for awards. Of course. So, uh, maybe that Ryan Murphy show will actually happen. What Ryan Murphy show? He bought the rights, like, paid some life rights to them, to the two of them, for a season of Feud. But it was, like, before he did the other one. So, I don't know if he'll actually do it or not What's the next one supposed to be? They haven't announced yet. They, like, said something, but then he said that wasn't it. Also, whatever happened to the Katrina thing? I don't think that... No, they're recasting it all. Oh. Isn't the feud supposed to be Diana and Charles? Yes, that's what it is. You're right. Mm. Which will be good. He's a genius. Oh, he first of all, the anthology stuff, that's what he needs to be doing. Not 911, not Glee, even though I love every second of it. He's not good at carrying a series long term. Yeah. He is good at like 10 episodes. Yeah. And American Horror Story really should come to a close. But people still love it, so. Is that over already? It's been over. Oh, yeah. I stopped watching. But they, they, he's already talking about the next season. Oh. No, people love it. 
So, I mean, like, that's what I'm saying. When he puts out these little posters, they're all over the internet. It's still huge. So, and that's yeah. what he is. He's, like, definitely Tumblr famous. Yeah. It's, like, him and John Green. Yeah. Also, you know that movie Love, Simon, the Game Boy yeah. movie? I bought the book. I'm, like, halfway through it. Is it good? Uh, it's going to be a mess. <laughs> but it's going to be cute. I can't wait. Um, okay. That's Tanya. <laughs> Our question of the week comes from David. He asks, do does Rose... Talk? No, I wish... But this David's nice too. Hi. Um, he said, Are you excited for Roseanne? Do you think it's going to be good? No and no. Where I think Roseanne is going to have trouble, whereas Will and Grace didn't have trouble, Adrian, don't comment because I know you hate it, is that Roseanne is very dated. Like that style of sitcom, that her humor, I mean, you saw her on the Golden Globes, that like half worked and half didn't. She is like the definition of like 1992. So I worry that it's not going to translate well. However, I think that she was very topical, more so than Will and Grace, honestly. The only thing that was topical about Will and Grace is that they were gay. Like, they weren't really, like, handling hardcore political issues of the day. But she definitely was. So I don't I don't know. Roseanne was? Yeah, she did a lot of, like, stuff about race and, like, cla- middle, like social class and all that kind of stuff. But in a sitcom kind of way. I don't know if it's going to work. Uh, that being said, half the cast is still famous. I mean, Laurie Metcalf's going to be on there. That's so, weird. and John Goodman. Like, I mean, it's, they're all amazing actors. What's her face from Big Bang? I mean, from uh, the, talk. the Talk. Sarah Gilbert, who I saw the other day in my Uber. And I was like pressed up against the window like, hey. <laughs> um, so, I don't know. Do I think it'll work? Sort of, kind of. I think it'll last one time, probably. Maybe two, like Will and Grace. You know they're not going to renew that past two times. You don't think so? Mm. I think if it was nominated for everything, they would let it go. But it's not. It's like sort of being nominated for everything. Yeah, but it's true. oddly doing really well in the ratings, which I thought was weird. I mean, I love it. I'll still watch it. Um, that's our question of the week. If you have a question, you can email us at letschatwithcurry at gmail.com. Your song of the week. I already know what yours is going to be. What? You sent it to me. Grace and Chance. Yeah. Low. I am lost and I don't know where to go no more. I've been hurt, but I've never been hurt this much before. I feel lonely, lonely, lonely driving down this road. They say through time I'll find some healing, but the clock goes slow. I didn't know that I could get this low. And I don't know where to go And I don't know And I don't know where to go And I don't know See a dark reflection in my dashboard Don't even know where I'm driving to anymore Think about us back together someday what you doing this Sunday? I needed space, so I left home. But now I'm desperate for the things I know. Like how you made me laugh on a bad day. Where are you now? I need you, babe. And I don't know where to go. Yeah, cause I am lost and I don't know where to go no more. I've been hurt, but I've never been hurt this much before I feel lonely, lonely, lonely driving down this road They 
Say through time I'll find some healing But the clock goes slow I didn't know that I could get this low Grace and Chance, do you did, know he was on Ellen's fake label? Yes, because she, that was, I mean, she did that stuff before that stuff even happened and existed. Like bringing social media people that are like oh, blowing yeah. up online. Because he sang that uh, paparazzi song when yeah. he was in like middle school, I think. And then she held those people like hostage, essentially. They like, he barely had a song the whole time he was on her label. He had that one about unfriending you. I'm gonna unfriend you. I liked that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but this one's good they're trying to make him famous and he's on interscope now yes and mine is the same exact person just in a less pop radio friendly way <laughs> which is troy Sivan. my 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 It's a bop. No, I. Th- I mean, I like it. It's not a bop. That's just good to listen to. That's a bop. No, it isn't. <laughs> oh my gosh! I will say this. Did you watch the video? No. First of all, don't let Patrick watch it because it's literally like a strobe light the whole time. It even says at the beginning, "This could cause seizures." I was like, <laughs> "Uh uh-uh. uh." I don't need a warning on a video unless there's like nudity. <laughs> but he has turned up the gay from like a four to a fifteen. He's like in heels and like sashaying oh, no. down the hallway i was like i don't know if i'm ready for this and i also don't know if this song fits that and i saw him in concert he wasn't he talked like a like you know what i mean he was like whatever but like he didn't act like a drag queen now he's like sauntering around i was like that doesn't seem right. i don't know if I, this is right yeah. but good for him <laughs> i do like his blonde hair though he looked kind of cool i don't know that i've seen a picture of that um this week are looking forward to Let's say SAG Awards. They're yes. on Sunday. And Versace starts. Oh, yeah, I'll watch it. Oh, yeah. Isn't Penelope Cruz on it? Mm-hmm. I mean, sold. Did you love Vicky Cristina Barcelona? I don't support Woody Allen. But you didn't then? You're already making a political statement? <laughs> Get away from me. <laughs> He's a wild case. I mean, if you really look at it, how does that man still have a career? But good for him. Midnight in Paris was a good time. Um, and finally, your goober of the week. Wait, what are you looking forward to? I said oh, Versace. Oh. You said SAG Awards. Who's your goober? My, oh, I know who it is. The state of Hawaii. You read about that? 
First of all, I read about how Diana Ross was there. She was? Yes, and she said they put her in the bottom of a hotel. It was very scary. She said, but everybody stayed really positive. Oh, I, I, I'm sorry. Uh, that's all I had to say. I also saw the commuter, I just thought, and I said nothing oh, yeah, about it. Right. Have I forgotten my whole week? <laughs> like, it's just, I guess we could talk about it next time. I just can't imagine thinking you were going to die. Oh, first off, I saw that on my phone. I would I saw throw videos of literally people up. screaming. People were putting their kids into the storm drains. That's actually a smart idea. That is a good idea. So if there's ever a bomb, God forbid, we can go into the drain. I won't fit. Yeah, you will. Uh, I'm going to sit like this. Sorry no, the circle ones. You lift up. You know those, like, the manholes? I'm uh, not getting down under that. If it means dying or living? Uh-uh. First of all, if I'm going to be honest. You know how they always say, like, the fat person dies or, like, the black person dies the first thing in the movie? Sure. I'm it. I'm telling you. Even if my skinniest, it's not about the weight thing. I'm saying, like, I am the first to die. Easily. No, the pretty girl with the large breasts is first. I'm second. <laughs> like, I, whatever the horror story is in the world, I'm going to be dead. Okay. But you can crawl down there. <laughs> I told you what's going to happen. If it happens, uh, when are we talking about this? If it happens, I'm going to go to uh, and Dylan's and hide behind the file cabinet under the desk. <laughs> That's my play until you tell me where to go. <laughs> when the cell phones don't work. <laughs> then I'll just be stuck under there because guess what? There's candy there and there's Diet Coke and water. So like I'll live for a couple days. Um, <laughs> now that we've planned that... That Who's is scary. My goober is Tanya Harding. Oh, sure. For telling people she they she can't ask them about the past. Tanya, let's get real, girl. <laughs> That's all anybody wants to know. Exactly. Okay. I think that's it. Is that it? You got mm-hmm. anything else to say? Mm-mm. Okay. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. We hope you have a great week. If you want to follow us outside of this podcast, you can follow us on youtube.com slash C slash Curry Terrell for all of our videos. You can like us on facebook.com slash Let's Chat with Curry. On Instagram, at Curry Terrell, at Adrian J. Gomez. On Twitter, at Curry Terrell, at Yo, Adrian J. Gomez. And uh, if you have a question, you can email us at Let's Chat with Curry at gmail.com. Thank you so much for listening. Goodbye, everybody. Bye.